Hey! Tiffany! Hey! What are you doing here? I heard Sal wasn't here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And we're totally fucked. No, you're not! We're going to be doing Saga Volume 2 today. Oh, cool! Saga! Yeah, that's that's right. what we did last that's night. That's what we, we did! did. Yeah. Saga! Yeah. We so, did saga. hello everyone and welcome to Back Issues. I'm Tiffany. I'm Ethan. And I'm Ben. <laughs> we weren't sure about that. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's the order when Sal's not here? You go second! You always yeah, go I, second! I, yeah. As luck would have it, a fan of ours tweeted at me and asked if we had gotten a book. Okay. Mm. And I was like, I, I'm not sure, because we did get another book, but they had no note with it, so I asked, was it that? And they're like, no, I sent you Saga Volume 2. That's perfect. Which we got today. Awesome. Oh, that's great! So we get to open it on air. We don't even need to have all these different issues. That's we right. One book. That's right. So Austin from from Texas or from Georgia? Because <laughs> Austin, Austin from Georgia. <laughs> thank you so much for providing us with this much easier back issues. Yeah. So do you guys remember much about Saga Volume One? Um, a little bit, but if you go to Fresh Us, that would be oh, yeah. That's a brief... Okay. So last time on on Saga, which I remember you... tree ship. That's great. It ended because, with the tree shift. That's correct. Yeah. Um, you know, and if you guys weren't around for that, you can check out the show. It's going to be over Ben. That's where it always lives. It's that's always what's... over Ben. How come it's never over me? Well, how about I just move it over here? Yeah, that... thank you. There we go. Yeah, now it's over Ethan. Is it though? Yeah. And we met um, Alana and Marco from a planet and a moon. Um, Alana's from Landfall the Planet. Marco yep. is from the Moon Reef. They've been at war. They've moved the war away from their actual home Right. And moon. She's got wings. He's got word. horns. Yep, the the wings and horns. The moonies versus the land foliage. Moonies is kind of a taboo word, though. So no. you know. right, like it's their word. That. We can't use it. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's nobody's word. They, they don't like that. At no. all. Um, the people from Wreath use magic. And right. They have another magic various... versus tech, right? Kind right. of. Yeah. And she then... was military. Yes, and he was also he was a soldier as well. Yeah, but he was like. Not a good soldier. No, he, um, as you'll find out throughout the, the series, he's given up um, fighting. Yeah. He doesn't believe in bloodshed any yeah. longer. There was Didn't a turning point in his life. But he has skills. Life. Didn't he break he his skills. sword yeah. or give up his sword? He broke his sword yeah. as an offering to the, the rocket ship tree to right. allow right. them entryway yeah. to escape. Now, the, the biggest thing here is that they've had a child. Yes. There was a baby. I'm sorry. I didn't know. That makes no sense. <laughs> it's not ringing any bells. Yeah. Child, baby, what? Yeah, but they had they had Hazel, yes. the baby. Yes. That's the biggest thing. And that's and, an affront to both societies. And right. the ghosts on this planet, uh, one of them was like, I will be uh, Isabel. Oh, yeah. Yep, the that, torso. The, yep, torso yeah. ghost. Um, Isabel uh, did come along on their journey. And um, don't forget that we have um, bounty hunters in this world. Yes. Yep. Um, one of which was a spider lady. Ooh, spider lady. Right, spider Crazy lady died. spider lady. And we've also got a giant plasma TV head. Oh, well, there, there's a bunch what? of them. The Prince of... Some, yeah, something. Prince Robot Prince of Space. Prince Robot the... He's not Prince of Space. He's Are you sure he's not Prince of Space? He's the Prince of Robots. I think he loves bootblacking. He is the Prince of Robots. Yeah. And he has been sent by um, the Landfallians to go and retrieve the child yeah. okay and he had like a traumatic past or something right because images did. come up on his yeah screen he um and, and that whole the whole yeah, image PTSD. thing yeah. on the screen is kind of um something we're definitely going to get into in this book i guarantee that okay um and um when we left them um the the our small family unit and ghost had you know taken off from the planet and, Ooh, and two... she was the first ghost to leave the planet right? yes she was very excited about that yeah. and there um two intruders had entered Yes. And we learned that that was Hazel's grandparents. Yes. yes. 
on which uh, side? His, on his side. His side. Yeah, they had horns. Yeah. Horns. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll remind you of things as we go. Um, but that's we pick up right where we left off. That was um, Fiona and 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 Brian take a break every once in a while. So we had those of us who were reading the floppies had months in between Ooh. that issue and the start of this. Oh, that must have been fun. Rough. That was rough. That was rough. Every time they leave off on a break, you know you're going to be like, you're like, that issue, you're like, I'm in for it because now I'm going to have to wait months yeah. for the next one to come out. How many breaks have they taken? Um, The book is at 30-something issues and they usually break after every six issues. So oh, they've taken about six. This has been Ooh. going on since like 2012, 2013. Okay. Somebody can correct me. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. Open this arc with a little backstory on Marco as a kid. It's Ooh. adorable. We can see him as a kid. Okay. It's cute. Little kid. Yeah. Little horn dog. I love that the dog, dog has horns. horns. <laughs> Look. Why not? Everything on this planet has horns. Yeah. They're very horny. The grass has horns. The trees have horns. Wow. It's very, it's dangerous to live here. Yeah. Sandwiches yeah. are very difficult to eat. <laughs> Um, and I almost made that joke, and I was like, no. Nah, but I went for it anyway. For it. Um, and it's kind of nice, because you get to just see him as a child, and you definitely see the differences in culture, right? I forgot the narration and how it was written. Yes, the narration is always by Hazel, presumably as an right. adult. That's right. Um, and it's a very, very cool part of this book. Um, and this is, we get to see this, and we get a little explanation about the fact that the war has moved beyond the planet and the moon because they're trying to preserve those areas and they've taken it to other places, which impacts the entire right. galaxy then. Mm -hmm. So, like, they'll take it to other people's planets. They have no right. problem with that. Yeah. They're like, no, we'll fight there. It's I like, don't care. It's like proxy wars. That's exactly what, yeah. yeah. It's like we fight the Soviets in Vietnam instead of here. Yeah. Or, yeah, because yeah, we don't, like, you know, they don't want this, this garbage here anymore. Yeah. Um, but it did exist here. Like, okay. it, there, were, the there was fighting here and that's when they were like, mm, no, we can't. Right. We can't do that. And... We learned that Marco's family is very into that, especially his mother. Okay. Like and not fighting here? No, to fighting. Oh, oh. to fighting. She's like, screw those wings. Oh. Okay. Screw them all. Right. And never forget that. So she, they bring, they, they go out to this field where she casts a spell and, and uses her own blood because there's always a cost to magic mm -hmm. in this book. And you're like, throughout this arc in particular, you're going to see that. Um, and what they do is, is they like resurrect the memories of the battlefield and Marco as a small boy gets to see firsthand the battle that took place oh. there. And like, so as a young child, he's ingrained with this hatred of the wings of, of to what they did to their people. Okay. Yeah. Hazel starts the book out like this for us. So that she's like, I just want everyone to be on the same page when we get to the point where... So you know why Marco, like... Well, when my family meets mm. my grandparents. Uh, and when my grandparents meet my mom. Yeah. Yeah, and she's got her little wings out. Yeah. Um, and it's... This is just such a spectacular disaster. Because <laughs> they're speaking their language, and Marco's like, she doesn't understand that. You have to speak regular, so uh. the ring... Like, remember, they've got translators. Regular? Well, yeah, cause enough so, something that could be translated. Oh. Um, like, because that's technically, that's like their tongue. That's like a magic tongue, so it doesn't it doesn't oh. translate well. Okay. Um, that's my understanding of that, at least. Okay. That face. Yeah. Gets to <laughs> understand that this is Marco's parents. And um, then she proceeds to berate them for killing their ghost nanny. Because don't forget, they showed up and oh, Marco's yeah, mom. That's right. Magic, right. But she didn't kill her because she's like, he kills them. It's, it's already a ghost. Dead. Yeah, she's already She's like, dead. I banished them. Right. She's, she's like, and they're like. To what? Yeah, to a, a local planetoid. So Marco. Okay. Um, yeah, by the way, that was our nanny. 
we had a really good deal going on because she didn't, we didn't have to pay her. Right, because she's dead. Because <laughs> she's dead, she can't use so, money. Unless you have ghost dollars, it doesn't matter. Um, and, and why did she do the that? The money of economies. Because parents. she thought that they had been, like, or that Marco had been, like, taken captive. And By that was one. ghost. Well, she didn't know. She just, oh. she just reacted. She just <laughs> did it. Um, and how they got there, by the way, was they have these helmets that let them transport. Mm. Um, so he takes that and he's like, just give me that. I got to go get her. Okay. Yeah. And like he and she, his mom's like, well, what do you know about this? He's like, mom, I'm like a big boy now. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I got my big boy pants on. And so he he's le- going to leave just, his <laughs> his dad and mom with yeah. his girlfriend. Yeah. His, his wife. wife. Hey, his wife. wife. Okay. They are yeah. But but also their granddaughter. Yes. Well, yeah. So you got that going. Do they know about her? Well, now they do. Did they? Or is this a surprise? Or we don't know. It's, you'll find out. There's okay. a little bit of column A, a little column B. They, okay. they heard some stuff, yeah. essentially. Um, and, uh, of course, um, Marco's mom doesn't believe he can do it on his own, so she takes off after him, leaving um, Marco's dad, okay. his wife, and his child on the ship, which is spectacular because they get to have this moment where Alana is just looking at him. And she's like, I am really glad I got to do this in a towel. <laughs> because she just gotten out of the shower, yes, so because right. Alana, don't forget, Alana's very down to earth. She's very just like. How nope. does she dry her wings off? They look very delicate. They go in. Oh, like the wings can like retract, retract. in, so she doesn't have to have them out all okay. the time. Um, so like, even here, she has them pulled in. Oh yeah. So That's she's good. good to go. Um, and then Alana and, you know, Marco's dad have kind of have a very weird conversation. It's very heated. It's very. Mm. Uh, like tit for tat like mm. well my wife's really angry because like her like you know so-and-so relative was at this battle and you know that happened there and she's like well my you know what i mean it just right, goes back and forth right. and like you know he's like oh and you think that was like a good response what your people did to my people and she's like i'm not even having this conversation <laughs> i can't i can't even do this with you right so she tries to like leave like remove herself from the conversation and he yeah. follows her and he's just like is 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 the baby normal because most Wait. people can't conceive of the idea that the that both races right. could, could inter yeah. like rings yeah. and antlers. It doesn't make any sense. How could something <laughs> exactly. have both? But is he asking if the baby only has horns? I is that I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Mean? You don't know what he means, and she doesn't give him an inch to find out because right. like she's like this baby is perfect. Like she's mm. so angry at that question. Yeah, and he's like, no, you don't understand, and like he's trying to explain it and. Don't forget, the ship is living, and it responds to the owners, mm-hmm. who is really, like, Alana and Marco, more yeah. Alana than anything else. And she uses it to, like, um, incapacitate him, like, in uh, vines, essentially. Like, grab him? Yeah, yeah, like, the the ship, like, takes hold of him, and, and she's like, just chill out, because, like, you're not gonna see, like, not until, like, my husband gets back, and we sort right. this out, no, or we're we gonna And he and I back. talk. Now, <laughs> yeah, we gotta have a conversation about your parents. Um... This, I gotta tell you, this arc in particular, because we're gonna, the more characters we get, the more um, Brian is gonna jump around. So my question is, how should I tell you the story? Should I tell you in, in the way they tell you? Or do you want to just know kind of what happens with this part of the arc and then we'll move on? Uh, last time we did it with the different story parts. Okay. I think this time we should do it where it's just going through the issues. Like how you read it. Is that how I want to hear it? All right, because then from here then is where we go to the planetoid, where Marco shows up. Or the and, ghost went. Or the ghost went. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I got to find her. And his mom shows up, and they have a, a very um, 
very normal, like you could definitely hear this happening in someone's family kind of conversation. Yeah. His mom is so angry mm-hmm. about this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And like, she's mad at him about everything. Well, she was the one that was always incredibly adamant about it, right? Well, yeah. Um, also, don't forget the sword. That was a family heirloom. Well, now oh. she saw that it's broken. And she's oh. like, oh, good. And you broke the sword. You he's like, sword, he's yeah. like, you know what? I did that to save my family. And she's right. like, you know what? You're kind of an idiot. Like, she's really upset. And then, yeah, like, if you were real good, you wouldn't have had to break the sword. Right. And she's family. like, and the fact is, like, you have totally screwed up. Like, anyone could have found you. The freelancer who came to see us could mm. have easily found you. I'm surprised we found, we got here first. The mm. freelancer? Well, yeah, because those are the bounty hunters. And right. he's like, was it a spider woman? <laughs> and he's like, and she's like, no. No, it was this dude. It was the Will. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. So. When they found out about that, they went and talked with the government, and the government was like, I don't know what you're talking about, because the government's trying to keep this quiet. Because mm-hmm. they certainly do know about it, but they right. don't want anyone else to know. They don't want to know that people can even do this. Like, right. Even if it's your kid, yeah. I don't want to tell you. Yeah. So, they decided they had to go. Okay. Like, Marco's dad was like, we gotta go find him right now. And she's like, well, shouldn't we get more information? He's like, no, let's go now. Mm-hmm. So, they got they, they got helmets. They went and bought them. Yeah. Um... And, teleportation helmets. Yes. And he's like, how'd you even get those? They're very expensive. I would assume. And well, she was like, we sold everything. everything. Well, they sold their house. Oh, wow. They did sell everything. And, like, Marco's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> and she, like, hauls off and slaps her. And, like, she's oh, like, wow. she's like, everyone makes mistakes. But it's just moving on from those mistakes. And there's such an undertone to what she's saying. Wow. Jesus. And, and he's like, Alana is not a mistake. Yeah. Also, is she saying that, like, he is a mistake? No, she's no. saying that Alana and the child. Is yeah, mistake. she's saying, you made a mistake, but you can come back from it yeah. by divorcing her. Yeah, because she's about to say, she's like, no, it's really your, and at that point, there's, like, this rumbling, yeah. and Marco, like, pins her down, and, like, looks behind, oh, he looks behind him, and then he, like, pushes her to the ground. <sighs> okay. And there's this huge, I mean, like, building-sized what I'm going to call a triclops. Nah. It doesn't have a name, but I'm going to call it, it that. Eyes. It has okay. three eyes. Nice. And um, another very large, notable feature. <laughs> ah! Oh my god. That's terrible. Um, wow. Okay. So. Oh. And, I okay, think it's I'll a turn... of something. Someone's someone no, gotta, no. Yeah. gotta get a cleaner. <laughs> like, you know how they have ships? Like, someone will scrape the barnacles off the bottom yeah, of the boat? Yeah, he certainly needs that. Yeah. Um, what's hilarious, though, is that she's like, what is it? He's like, just don't look, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> because more for him, I think. Because I don't think he wants to share this moment with his mom. Yeah. Like, no. you know, when you have that awkward moment where, like, a, like a, like a sex scene or something will come yeah. up in a movie and you're with, the, like, your parents. Moment. And you're like, this is weird. Yeah. yeah, this is, but that's, like, real. It's really happening. Um, so, you know... Uh, we go back to the ship to, to switch back to that story. Um, Alana and, and Bart, or yeah, his name is Bar, um, kind of have a, a conversation just in general about getting off on the wrong foot mm-hmm. and how he's like. Is the is the ship growing food for them? Oh, is yeah. that what's happening? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's she cool. Well, because she even mentions that. She's like, I thought this was the engine room, but it turns out it's the kitchen. <laughs> so. I'm just going to. She's like, that's kind of great, and I can, yeah. the ship really provides for us, and it's freaking awesome, and like, he's like, <laughs> Lemons. and he's like, the fact ah. is, he's like, if I could, I could get out of this, like, all I have to do is cast a spell, and mm. she's like, yeah, but I know there's a cost to spells, right? and so, it yeah. could be anything, like, yeah. each spell has its own component, and like, that's what we're learning, especially in this arc, like, I know Marco had mentioned it, but like, I didn't realize until I was going over it again, just how much 
it is in this particular arc. And I thought that okay. was really cool. Um, and, you know, the spell he wants to cast would require him to tell a secret. So he tells a secret and he gets free mm-hmm. and then immediately knocks her out. Oh. And takes wow. the baby. What? And it's like, the secret? You'll find out. Oh. Um, she's adorable, by the way. This is like, you'll yeah. see Hazel in many stages throughout this whole arc. Because this, not the whole arc, but this whole huge story. Hazel, like, it's years. So you get to see Hazel at all these different ages. This is one of my favorite ages for Hazel because she's like a little acorn because she got the little horn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now you're like, is Bar a good person? Right. Is Bar is not he... a good person? Because I... right now he's not being very good. In this arc, we get a lot of backstory, which is really great. So you get to learn about um, how Alana first met Marco. Oh, cool. And it's, um, you know, Marco had been, he, Marco had given up and he was taken prisoner and, yeah. and, and he was in, you know, some holding facility. And, and he had a book. Well, she had the book. But she had the book. Yeah. Okay. Um, and she's a guard there. She's, and Alana, young Alana is kind of hilarious because she's just like so like naive and just like excited by things like so she reads this book and what you kind of get out of this book is it's kind of a trashy romance novel but like not a lot happens like (laughs) the last page you get like that they actually let you read Mm -hmm. has um this woman and this man like just you know talking about how like did you did you tape the show and like no oh okay well that this season sucked and it's kind of like the end (laughs) and she's like this is the greatest book I've ever read. It is life-changing, right? Like, she's so That's bizarre. into this. And, like, her fellow guard, this other chick, she's like, you have to read this book. Because then we can talk about it. Right. And and she's like, I don't really care for books. I don't like... I don't, I don't like books? I don't want to read this. I'm not like... She's like, no, let me tell you about it. It's about this, this rock monster from this quarry. And he falls in love with the quarry master's daughter and they make it work. And then they like watch TV and like have a nice time. <laughs> and she's like, I don't like, no, I don't, 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 don't want to read that. <laughs> and then like, oh, how would you not? It's so good. <laughs> and then like, there's like an alert that one of the prisoners is speaking after sunset. Like none of the prisoners are allowed to say anything after sunset. And she's like, I'll go take care of it. But you can at least read the first chapter. Come on. Okay. So she runs off and it's Marco. And um, you get to see, like, like again, using that fantastic narration that this is the first time they met. Mm-hmm. And it's adorable because, like, he's, like, trying to use the language, but they doesn't really have the translation ability. This whole thing, he's, like, trying to make a connection with her. Mm-hmm. And then she immediately just clocks him. <laughs> one, like, and that's, and that's what Hazel calls their meat cute, <laughs> is her bashing his face in with the butt of her gun. <laughs> I mean, so, that, is, that is a pretty good story of right? how your parents How did your parents be? Yeah. Well. My dad was talking after dark, so my mom clocked him in the face with the butt of her gun. Because, you know, he was, you in, he was in jail and yeah. she was the guard, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bar has a plan. He's trying to take care of it. Clearly, he's taking care of the kid. He's kind of taking care of her. She's like, I don't know. Yeah, he, she's, she wakes up in bed. So yeah. He didn't just leave her on the ground. Exactly. And Did he knock her out again? or is, No, she's not? just really woozy. Like, oh, she's okay. not like the she spell. She tries to get up and then she. Yeah. Because, like, the spell hasn't taken hold or, like, removed itself from her, I suppose. And she's trying to fight it because of her child. Right. So, uh, with Scrotocles over there. Yeah, um, he's back. So, um, <laughs> you know, Marco's mom immediately is like, let's kill it. And Marco's right. like, no, let's not kill it. She's like, dude doesn't even have any clothes. Come on. He's homeless. Just just leave him alone. Yeah. Well, he's like, no. Maybe he needs a sandwich. She's like, he might know where he is. Like, or, 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 um, where, yeah. where uh, Isabella is. Like, right. he might know where we let's can find her. Let's interrogate him. Yeah, let's find yeah. out. And she's like, 
The fact that you won't kill anything anymore is really tedious. <laughs> yeah. It's like, really, you're really bumming me out. Like, we, we could just, like, the, look at this thing. Yeah. We should just... He's, he's clearly evil. <laughs> look at him. He has three eyes, <laughs> a, a disgusting, <laughs> like, fester, disease-ridden Boing sack. area. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not good. So, they do end up using a binding spell. The two of them, like, you know... To, like, hold him. Yeah, they, like, knock him down. It's a, it's very, like, Gulliver's Travels, in a right. way. <laughs> like, they just knock him over. What is the cost of that spell? Oh, I don't know. They just hold hands. I don't know what, what the cost they of that is. They have to is. play nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Their, their cost is that they have to stop being assholes for a second. Yeah. But here's what's interesting, because Margot's plan is to use the rings to get him to be able to, to communicate with them. Because, like... Right, the communication The stuff. translator. Yeah, okay. And when he mentions that, he's like, you know, I'm going to use my ring and then we could talk. And his mom's like, you mean Gwendolyn's ring? I don't know if you remember, but from last um, time we did this, Gwendolyn was a name that Marco had mentioned in his sleep, and it was his fiance who he left. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're her rings. Oh. Marco's like, you always hated her. And she's like, yeah, but you know what? Like, at least she, she had horns. Yeah, at least yeah. she was fighting for the right side. Right. So, you know, <laughs> you shouldn't have left that poor girl. Right. And Marco's like, well, we're on the subject of your ring. I'm just yeah, gonna I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to circle this back. Yeah. I'm going to go back. I told you I always wanted to see you with a horny girl. Jab you. Yeah, I just want a little one. And then like she, she essentially, she goes along a whore again. Like she makes yeah. fun of her. And then he uses magic to be like, shut the hell up. Oh. Because like if you call my, if you say anything about my wife again, mm-hmm. we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, Come back to the ship. We're cutting all over the place. This yeah. is, this book is like. It's like a TV show. It, it is. alternates very yeah, quickly. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta go. Yeah. Sometimes not. Sometimes mm. we'll stay with an arc for a, or a part of the story for a long while. It's mm. interesting. So Alana wakes up in bed with Hazel on her chest. Oh. Adorably. Um, she finds... Or is it like a doll or a robot? <laughs> no, it's a baby. Okay. It's her baby. And there's like a package. There's like a bundle in the bed. She oh. opens it up. And bees come find out. Okay. <laughs> bees! The ship provided it for you! Ah! No, they're nice bees. bees, though. They're bees that make you clothes. Ironically, it is clothes. Oh. Oh, all right. And she comes downstairs, downstairs in the ship, essentially. Yeah. And as it turns out, Bar made them. Oh. Oh, for Wait. a car. So Using he's... magic? Well, there's a loom in the ship, and she thought it was a coffee maker. She's like, I hoped it was a coffee press. He's like, this is a loom. <laughs> And he's like, if you if you really like them, I can make you matching like pieces, and you can like mix and match. And she's like, this is awesome. My father in law is a seamstress. He's like, I'm not a seamstress. I'm an armorer. That's all protected because oh. you guys are going to have a very hard life. You're gonna need. You're that's gonna need both this. sweet and cool at it's the same like, time. Right? It's like Frodo's mithril coat. It's like, exactly what it's light, like. All right, but super strong. Well, it's so, super cool looking. So Bar is on board now. Nice. Yeah, Bar is. Well, Bar was always on board. He just didn't think she was gonna be on board. Yeah, she's like, so I he gotta just knock wanted... you out so that I can. Yeah, like... he's like, I gotta, I wanna get to work here. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> he's making like, you know, Hazel a little thing. It's really cute. It's adorable. Like he's making all this stuff because he, he's like, he, unlike his wife can see that this, this isn't going to change. Mm-hmm. They, they, love right. they love each yeah. other, and the best they can do is try to help them. Yeah. And no meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, his mom's like... Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, she's being the sour Oh, you stupid, weak fool that yeah. I married. Exactly. You don't know shit. Exactly. Barlana, totally cool. However, Marco's Marco mom, and his mom. Yeah, her name's Clara, or Clara. It's K-L-A-R-A. Um, still struggling a little bit. So 
they get to, to work. They wake the guy, the triclops or whatever you want to call him up. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's not what his name. He says Fard a lot, so yeah. I believe his name is Fard. Fard. But I'm good. I like to call him the triclops. Yeah, Fard will eat your souls and piss them out of Fard's anus. I, yeah. I guess Fard is his name. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not his species name. I don't know. Um, it might be. Yeah. So, um... They ask, have you seen, like, a teenage ghost? And, like, he says that he you has... Seen a torso? Yeah, but, like... Oh, uh, actually, another true mention it. <laughs> no. Fart is... He's Fart really is... articulate. Yeah. Fart's like, she's in the wandering city, but you're never going to make it there before the birth. I don't know why, the but... The birth? And, and they're what? like, uh, what? And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, like, of what? They're like, of what's beneath your feet? The planet? The ground? It's not a planet. Oh. It's an egg. <laughs> oh, they're on an egg. This is a big egg with a city on it and a site and a triclops. Yes, this is. So now let's just forget that for a little bit. Uh, and we what? Go right along. To... Oh my god! I can see why you, when you're reading this book, you're like, fuck. Yeah. So we move on to uh, like essentially a beachfront office um, with a seahorse man. Yeah, yeah, that's a seahorse man. That's what it is, and the seahorse man. <laughs> I love this panel. Yeah. <laughs> is in charge of the freelancers. Okay. He gets a call from um, from Reith, uh, who had hired the will and the stock. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's like, uh, we're, we're, we're our results. We paid you. We're, right. What's, what's happening? Yeah. And he's like, well, the stock was killed. Yeah, And they're like, yeah, we heard that. But right. what about the other guy? By the way, the fuck? Yeah. She was a giant spider lady. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm talking about that. Um, and they're like, well, what about the other guy? And they're like, well, the other guy's having some personal problems. We're going to get someone else on. And they're like, we don't want someone else. We want the right. guy we paid for. Right. Because he's the will. And they're like, so I want you to tell you, like, tell where us where he will, is. Yeah. There's a way. God damn it. So far. I didn't, so, I didn't want him to say <laughs> it. So far, we have never run into anyone named The Way. Oh. So that could be you. Maybe there is a way. <laughs> Maybe I just spoiled uh, well, yeah, but unfortunately, it's like curds and whey. It would have to be. Uh, it would have to be a the way because it's always the. Yeah, right. That's so, true. They're like, tell us where he is. And he's like, I can't. I I, I can't do that. Seahorse man's like, that's I can't. not how we. That's yeah, not how it works. And then he hears a voice behind them being like, "You need to tell me where he is." Oh, who's like, Because we're here. Because Gwendolyn. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> His fiance is in the book. Oh, so yeah. she, That's hilarious. She did not give up. Oh no! Not like <laughs> um, that. Gwendolyn does work for the government. Okay. And now she's involved. Oh jeez. <laughs> and she's got a grudge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So. Oh. <laughs> so I know. I know that Fard doesn't really you know, meet the expectations of this book when we went to the Sextillion last time. Yeah, no, he's kind so of... So don't a... worry, we go back to the Sextillion. <laughs> Woo! Torso men! <laughs> With some sort of, like, face cod pieces, or those are their junk. I'm not sure. They have, like, tongues that coming out of their belly buttons. I they've... really like the tongue coming out of the belly button. He's just like... Mm. Yeah. Do you also enjoy their uh, phallic weapons that they brandish? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that part. Oh, could you not? Um... So Sun Mama and her guards are there, and the Will is there, and uh, the Will has come back for Slave right. Girl. That girl! Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, story. shit! Um, and, like, it, things aren't going well, and all of a sudden the stock shows up. The, wait, the stock died. She's dead. Stock shows up. <laughs> and um, they have a, an awesome, huge battle, and 
you know, cut off some mama's head. And then, nice. yeah. And then, you know, there's this kind of bizarre conversation and all kind of like, they're like, what? they're like, slave girl, what's your real name? And she says that her name is God. And then her eyes turn into crazy eyes. And, and don't worry, it was a dream. Nuts. It was a dream. Ah! Um, yeah. Okay. You never, you never want a little girl to tell you that she's God. Right? And also, That's for always her, a bad sign. You also don't want her to turn out. like Thriller from right? yeah, no, the music video. Head eyes. Um, Head eyes and then like fangs and shit. Exactly. No. Um, the, the thing is the Will has not gotten over the, the death of the stock. He right. loved the stock even if they were kind of estranged from each other. He hasn't gotten over it. Okay. okay. Um, I mean that's sad. But that's okay because yeah. Gwendolyn shows up and gives him a really hard time about everything. And she's like, um... So he was on the planet with the... No, he was somewhere else. He landed oh. somewhere else. They told him where he was. Oh. And he went, and she went and found him. Okay, because he's on another beach planet, so I thought he was on the same I beach don't... planet no, as, I think the, it's a different as the beach secretary planet. for no. the but no. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, it could be. <laughs> but but the, usually yeah. they're somewhere else. Okay. Just because. So... Yeah, you don't shit where you eat. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Um, and like... If you're hiding, if you're saying, like, look, this is our business, and we rent out hired assassins, and if you're hiding a hired assassin in your home base, that's that's a probably bad idea, because where do you think they're going to look first? Right. They're going to come to you, and then they're there. He's not a a seahorse man, so. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to stick out. Like a sore thumb. Yeah. By the way, that seahorse man, if he doesn't talk like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Who knows what he talks like? Presumably, we all have translator ranks. What if he got surprised? I imagine that's the sound he would make. Right? Why, that would, mouth was, why would seahorses make that sound? I mean, have you ever heard a seahorse? What's Good the question. sound a seahorse would make? What do you think of the sound? I don't know. They could make? make a sound like a barking dog, for all I know. I <laughs> what, mean, why? <laughs> what's the first sound that comes to your head? I want to hear this. No sound. Seahorse man. Silence. Oh, oh. So they're so they're like washed. They're mute. Yeah. They they try and make sound. And they <laughs> they communicate yeah. with their minds. Yeah. Yeah, they're telepathic. Well, I like... No! <laughs> All right! So, Gwendolyn starts talking to the Will, and the Will's like, you really are, do well for a Mooney talking to yeah. us. Like, you get... You, what's up with that? And she has a translator pendant. It was front of a match set. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't have it anymore. Right. <laughs> That's kind of weird, yeah. though. Like, um, why would they need translator rings between two people from because her parents um spoke two different dialects from that planet or from the moon so okay so not everyone on the moon speaks the same same dialect so like they Mm. use those to overcome that okay um so so does that mean she speaks a different dialect than marco maybe no i'm guessing one of her parents must have and they probably by the way yeah gwendolyn horn gwendolyn's horns Mm -hmm. pretty intense yeah yeah and also elegant. Yeah, well, she, um, her, don't forget, she was a draft dodger. Her parents are well off, and so they made it so she didn't have to fight. Right. So she she's is, a bureaucrat. Yeah, she's meant to be like that. Um, but she has no problem kicking ass when she needs to. It's interesting. She, she comes around. Um, so she's like, you gotta, you gotta do your job, man. I heard that. Sorry. You gotta do your job, <laughs> man. And like, you, like, this is an abomination. And he's like, you are way too well dressed and too intelligent to believe this rigmarole that the that they're spouting out like this mm. propaganda he's like i'm pretty sure you got some skin in this mm. like he just sees through everything right. that's what Which makes is him the like that shows that there are people who are aware that the whole war thing is bullshit oh yeah so it's like for like the the plebes. It, it is. Like and they know it's Exactly. Horror. How come Lion Cat doesn't call her out on this shit? Come <laughs> on, Lion Cat. <laughs> well, hang on. 
she goes, she's like, doesn't mean, like, absolutely nothing. Like, he means nothing to me. Right. And it's spectacular, because Lion Cat's like, like, lying! Like, yeah. duh! Not even close. And the whale's like, I really didn't even need you to tell me that, but, <laughs> yeah. like, that's cool. I do that. Yeah, like, I anyone could have, yeah, anyone could have told us that. And he's like, I'm gonna need more money. Oh. He's like, I need money. He's like, we don't have more money, we need money. And the Lion Cat's like, lying. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're lying. I, it works I have both to. Ways. I can't help myself. Yeah. And he you wants shouldn't to... lie around me. Yeah, I just... actually could. It's just like, it's a thing. It's I like an OCD. Can't... <laughs> Ooh. I can't help myself. Um, And he's like, look, I want the money to, to save Slave Girl. He wants mm. to buy her. Right, he had to leave her. And, 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 and free her, essentially. And right. she's like... He's just totally off book at this point. Yeah. He's not even he doesn't know what to do. Mission. Yeah, he doesn't care yeah. anymore. He, he, he literally doesn't care. He just has to save this girl. Yeah, he's like, that'll fix him. Um, so, she's like, why? Yeah. And Good like... Question. Yeah, right? And he's like, he's like, because she's like six. Hmm. So she's like, fine. If that'll get you, go and do this. Fine. Like, we'll, we'll save her. And he's like, your skinny ass is going to get in there and, and save her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, if I have my way, we don't even have to go. Like, I'll just make a phone call. Right. So. I'll just buy her. Well. I'll, I'll just buy the sextillion. Well, here's what she does. She calls, and we learn a little lesson about the universe. She calls them, and she pretends to be from, like, you know, some investigative part of the government for Wreath. And she's like, we're pretty sure that you have a, a young girl there, or a child, who's had their horns removed. Oh, and you're she's one of our citizens, them. right? Yeah. But no, no. The issue is, is that no self-respecting member of the galaxy would want to put like to have any part of that. And she's going to threaten if they don't turn her over that she'll tell everybody about their poor quality control. Oh, oh. and then the sextillion will go down the shitter. Right. Right. And not right. in the sexy kind like, of way. Like the, I don't even know how that's like possible. Like not everyone's like totally fine with the sextillion. Like no, everyone's fine to, like... with the sextillion. They're just not okay with having anything to do with moonies so even oh. so if you find out <laughs> that look it doesn't matter everything, she's six everything right. at the sextillion is fine you whatever except you want for except moonies people that's right Ugh. because i'm guessing they get more revenue from people who are sympathetic to landfall than anywhere else okay. i also feel bad saying moonie all the time right even though it's a made-up thing. Yeah. Right? It, it's just sound... It's like, now that I've said it, I'm like... Mm, right? Oh. So she creates this whole story. By the way, Lion Cat had a way outside the ship. Right. She's like, you gotta keep she that cat out there. up the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking around this cat anymore. Yeah. Fucker. So they go to the meetup because she's not allowed to step foot on the sextillion because she's got horns. Yeah, she's... So they right. have to meet somewhere she's one else. Too. Yeah, they're like, we can't have you showing up here. Right. Interesting. So they meet up and um, three star nose mole men show up with her right. and they're like we were pretty sure you were involved with this the will so here's what we're gonna do you can either pay us like an exorbitant fee or you can just get the hell out of here because yeah. we're not gonna get why did he sh- why was he even visible like wouldn't he know that right. him being there would screw up everything i don't know i, guess... I mean i assume he has to be there because he know what sl- he knows what slave girl i like. think that they thought that they would just drop her off that's who he was hoping and oh. they would just get her and leave like i think he thought that they really bought it Right. So he like draws his lance, and they're like, "You, you gonna, you gonna kill us with your little laser sword?" (laughs) And he's like, "It's not a laser 
your sword and it like shoots out from like however far away they are stabs into the guy's sternum and cuts him all the way up to the top of oh, his head jeez! and then cool. lion cat proceeds to pounce on one of the other guys and eat his face off and i'm not <laughs> i'm not saying that in a like fictitious and like right, over the top literally, literally he, his he eats his face off like the skin is gone from well, his it's face because they have that mole thing i know it's really out, easy so got something to chomp well, right on and he got to play with it first clearly you yeah. know i want to eat his face <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so even though it's disgusting right looking. at which point the last hey, to a cat that looks incredibly yeah, that's enticing. awesome are you kidding me it's like you ever that's like a cat toy that is alive yeah and filled with meat yeah delicious mole meat yeah so the last guy gets the drop on the will and um he's like like to glendale and he's like do something because she's the lance and she's like i don't know how to do this sure she casts a spell and it's like weather magic and it and it kills the guy but like it's hilarious because i wanted to describe that to you in such a way because it's like these things happen and then both of them are completely shocked that she does this like like oh, i can't believe that he, she killed him like that i'm like you just ate his face <laughs> off yeah and you split a guy from sternum to to skull yeah, and now you have a problem with him and her. and i just killed a guy yeah come on i mean like they're they're okay with it but he's angry because he's like weather magic takes 2 weeks off your life Oh. He's like, why would you... Like, she doesn't know because she doesn't have to use this kind of stuff, oh. typically. Like, she she's... said my ex taught me this one. Yeah, yeah. So Marco told her about it, but she doesn't really get it. Like, What if Marco told her to be like, no, I use more of the magic all the time. Go ahead. I don't Sorry. think that's... <laughs> so every time they do magic, Something, some types of there's magic... Some, yeah, there's some cost to it. Wow. She is from this comet called, I believe, Fang. So she's kind of... She's weird. Like she okay. and like Gwendolyn says that she's like those people are weird. Those comet people. They they talk to themselves like hey there's... hey. <laughs> I want to hear that kind of talk from you, Ethan. It's getting into it, um, <laughs> and she can hear the sadness from her pendant as it's looking for the rings. It's kind of like the Lord of the Rings. And, what? And the, they're calling for they're each like other. They're like alive. They're well, they're magic. They're enchanted. Okay. So they want to be matched. Yeah. So she knows where they are now. She can find Marco. Okay. So Wait, now, slave girl can find Marco? Yeah, because she can hear the rings calling for the pendant and the pendant calling for the rings. I could definitely understand she's hearing the pendant. I'm surprised that she can hear the ring from well, so far they're, away. Well, they're closer than they expected. Oh. So now we got a little team. It's a team. Yeah. We got a new, it's a new team. Yeah. Yeah, we got the Will, Lion Cat, Gwendolyn, and Slave Girl. Yeah. Slave Girl never. She have a name. She will inevitably get a name, but not in this arc. Okay, oh. so we just have to keep calling her. No slave one refers girl. to her by. They, do they call her Slave Girl? Or do they just not address. No, her? they call her Slave Girl. Oh, okay. Um, so the next book in our arc here um, talks more right at the beginning about Marco and Alana's meeting and how like what they decided to do is they had secret book club. Like he'd be out like breaking like stones and like building tracks and stuff like that, mm. and she'd read the book to him. Okay. And he is blown away by this book. <laughs> this unremarkable in every way okay. book. Okay, yeah. you haven't read the book, Ethan. Is there, is the book if you'd read magic, this book... Is there a spell in the book no! that makes people fascinated No, by there's it? no spell in the book. Okay. It's not he's, a tome. And he's like, he's like, it's like it's written just for me. And they have this like this really cool moment. And she's like, you have to look like you're busy. Otherwise, we're going to get busted. And he's like, all right, all right. She's like, plus, I like the look of you breaking them around. Well, she definitely just stare at him for a while. <laughs> and like in the narration, Hazel mentioned, she's like the ladies were always interested in my dad. <laughs> like, he always had a way with them. Uh. The way. Um, <laughs> bring it around. Um, so, 
He... Where's Torso? I want Torso to She'll be back. She'll come back. So, Alana's like, I've really enjoyed Secret Book Club. It's like been the highlight of like my entire military career. But now the book is over and I have to kill you. Well, no, he's like, he's like, it's unfortunate this is our last one. Because he's being shipped off someplace else. And oh. it's like, where he's going, you don't come back from. Oh. oh. And so he's like, what I want you to do is I want you to take these rings. Because I, you have to share this book with others. So he's like, I want you to take these and I want you to read it you to the next person. You will be the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's like, she can't process it. So she just takes her gun and shoots his chain. Oh, wow. And he's like, like, nah. He's like, what are you doing? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> but you gotta run. And he's like, what? And she's like, I'll buy you time. I didn't really think it through. I'm sorry. And it's hilarious because she's like, there's no plan? No, it's no plan. So she's like, I'll buy you time. Hey, hey, love doesn't need plans. Love is just like passionate for the moment. That's that's literally it. And then they kiss and they just, they they made it work. Like, that's it. When they escaped together, the plan was non-existent. Yeah. They just ran off. That's That's beautiful. Right? It's spectacular. So, we cut back to the planetoid egg thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where Marco is now. Right, because we, we do like to be like, yeah, it's a little bit of bad past, and let's bring it back to the present. So we go to the present, and they go to that, you know, this area that the, uh, that Fard told them yeah. about, and yeah. there's... The city. Yeah, and, the egg. and there's all these chicks Wait, there. like baby chickens? No, like these women. <laughs> okay, okay, that's... this book, I never know. Ooh, well, these women... Because there was an egg, and I was concerned. No, right. they have, there's these women, and they have upside-down heads. So, oh. like, their hair is at the bottom, Ooh. and the top of their face is up here, and they wear these hoods, and they're the midwives. Okay. That's awful. And they're like, don't disturb <laughs> us. And then this big flaming gorilla shows up, and then this big flaming gorilla chases them and flips them off. Because the big flaming gorilla is, of course, Isabel, because she can she, like, create illusions. Oh, okay. But I love it flipping them off. <laughs> Flaying terror, bitches! Ah, yeah. oh, shit, that's so great. So then Isabel yells at, at Clara for... Sending her here. Yeah, and yeah like, fuck. As you would. Right? And um, they, you know, essentially, immediately, like, the the whole planet starts to rumble. And she's like, can I get a, can I go with you guys? Can we go home now? Right. Can we leave? Can we not be here anymore? Uh, this egg that's going to hatch. Yeah. So then we have, we go back to the ship, but not with them. They will show up. But there's this adorable moment where um, Alana thinks she broke Hazel because Hazel's umbilical cord fell off. Oh. And she's like, she... I broke her! He and he's like, let me, let me look. He's like, no, she's fine. Yeah. Like, she's, supposed to now she's got a belly button. And, he, and Alana's like, I'm not usually this, like. Haven't you ever seen your own stomach? He's like, he's like, I, she's like, I get, I'll be better. And he's like, no, you'll be fine. Like, it takes some time, but you'll be totally fine. Like, you'll be prepared. And then everybody shows up. Yeah. And they're like. Yeah, they just teleport back. It's yeah, easy. Just teleport yeah. back and everyone's right, excited cool. to see each other. And How many like, weeks off their life does teleporting take? Uh, no, because oh, they use the, use, the mask. They use oh, the helmet. I was going to say, like, like, what do you have to give up to make a mask like that? That's got to be nuts. Who knows? It's probably why it's so expensive. Yeah. Right? You've got to kill someone. No, the expense was the cost of their house. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, yeah. We well, give up our home so we can go. So we yeah. can generate That actually makes sense. Mask. Like, yeah. you give up a place of permanent residence so that you can go someplace else. Right? Yeah. So they're like, we got to go. And they're like, really already? And then, like, their ship gets hit. Oh. And Alana's like, an asteroid? And they're like, well, <laughs> no. No. I think that's part of the shell. <laughs> now, Isabel also doesn't know anything about this. Right. Because she's just been tooling around the, the planetoid. Of yeah, no she one thought. talked to her about it. Right. It is, in fact, hatching. 
Oh, and it's huge. Yeah, because there's the ship. Yeah. So, like, it, like, this was no small thing. Right. I can't believe they didn't make that exactly. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> By the way, I guess Fard's dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Along with everybody on that planet. I mean, unless there's some other way for the planet's crust to survive. Ah, no. I don't was know. there a whole, no. like, civilization on this planet? Probably been there for hundreds of years. Oh, who knows? And it just happens to be exploding into a I mean, maybe, maybe now. Maybe that was the whole reason for that civilization was, like, to... These guys the have egg. bad luck. <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush. They do. So, at the same time that this hatches, um, the Will ship arrives. Oh. Because they were not that far off. Right, right so right. they get there, and he looks at his monitor, and he's like, it's a time suck. So he finds them, and immediately he's like, nah, I gotta leave. Well, he can't see them, because oh. his instruments can't read a wooden rocket ship. Oh, right. So he can't track them. Right, That's he cool. just knows they're around. They, they, they know that they're there. Because, they know they're close. Because Slave Girl can hear them. Oh, he's yeah. like, but it doesn't matter, because we gotta go. Right, because that's bad. Yeah, and Gwendolyn's like, no. Big bad about right. we're so close. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to release one of your rockets. So she fires a rocket. And he's like, if it doesn't hit their ship and explode, what do you think it's going to hit? The time suck. And piss it off. Yeah. Oh, come on. Something that big. How could it possibly <laughs> So hurt? the ship, the rocket ship, turns like mauve, like on the inside. And like, it's hilarious because like Clara's like, am I having a stroke? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. And Isabel's like, that means a ship's nearby. Like, another ship is in the area. And they're oh. like, well, crap, we gotta get out of here. How does she know that? Because she, she's from the planet. She's from oh. the planet. She knew all about the rocket ships, so she just never got to go into one of them. Oh. Um, she's dead. Yeah. Yes. Tell anything. Right. <laughs> so, right. um, they also then get a warning that, like, something's been fired. Right. What does it turn then? Like, green? No. They're just, they're just, they're at, like, mauve <laughs> alert. It's like red alert, but not. <laughs> it's like red, but, like, red so it's yeah. mauve and then there must be another light or something no it's, I, they just they or just doesn't make a noise i think so like okay. she can oh no she sees it i'm sorry oh and she looks out the window she looks out the window because they're, they're they're close okay and um clara's like take tree take evasive maneuvers and Alana's like don't do that speed up at it and this is where we get to see how similar clara and alana really are okay and that, like, not that Marco went out of his way to marry his mom, but he chose another strong, independent mm -hmm. woman, a military woman, essentially, right. to be with. So it totally makes sense. And Well, that I, was his upbringing. Right? Exactly. And I, I just love that moment because, like, first of all, this book is just filled with these incredibly incredible characters and like, incredible female characters. So, like, to see these two, like, going at it and, like, both the guys, like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, like... Alana's plan is it, that warhead won't be armed until it gets far enough away from the ship that mm. it fired from. Oh, she's doing hunt for an October moves! Yeah. <laughs> so she wants to accelerate the ship, and Barr's like, honey, let Alana do this. She knows what she's doing. Mm. So Barr sticks up for Alana right off the bat. I'm like, cool. awesome! Eat it, Claire. <laughs> uh, so they accelerate, the missile bonks off. And does exactly what the will was afraid of. It hits the time suck. Uh, so it deflected off the ship. It's not like it like broke into pieces. No, nope, it just no. went doink. Yeah. And then exploded on it. And then the time suck immediately attacks the will ship, which cuts into it. 
and oh, like there's like, like a goo yeah the chicks on the midwives on the planet had this goo too they they used they oh. attacked with the, it's very weird they're oh, all the midwives they're they were okay yeah they were there specifically yeah to i don't know what fard was there for <laughs> He's yeah. more of a parasite. Sure what purpose he served? Like but... Fard, I feel I feel terrible. I mean, like maybe Fard was a part of it, but it well, kind of feels like Fard got caught. Fard, Fard was a janitor. <laughs> yeah, I think he was the. He dad. He could have been a dad, but I was. I'd rather him be like you know some kind of like maintenance person. Right. Like maybe he scrubs the cracks or something. Maybe with his screw. That's why it's dirty. Ew. And we get this awesome narration by Hazel where she talks about what happens when former lovers fight, mm-hmm. and how she's like whenever. Because you got Gwendolyn on one ship and you yeah. got Marco on the other ship. And they're like, whenever like former lovers fight, everything around them kind of gets pulled into it. Like fan, friends, family, like they get caught in the crossfire mm-hmm. and something innocent is always lost. And this issue almost made me stop reading this. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Because Lion Cat is lost <gasps> to space. And this was the issue. I was like, I'm out. No. I'm out. I'm never going to read this book again. Oh. I will never read this book again. I didn't see that coming. I thought it was going to be a slave girl. No, no. the second... No, I, I, I kind of <laughs> got that. I was like, oh, fuck. So, oh. I went back and I picked up the next issue anyway. Uh, um, yeah. And it opens with Alana and Marco <laughs> having intense sex. Wow. Like, well, they almost died. Presumably. No, no, this, no, this is, is the past. past. This yeah. is the past. Oh, this is the past. Okay. This is them having... I love that she grabs out of the heart. That's great. She's hanging on for dear life. Um, presumably, this is where Hazel is awesome. conceived. It doesn't right. really, but they, this must be. Well, it. she doesn't say it at the point, being like, "And this is where I was." Made. Well, no, exactly. And but what's hilarious is they have this really like like true relationship conversation where she's like, "Did you choose inside of me?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, you told me to." She's like, "Oh no, no, that was sexy, Alana." Sexy Alana's an idiot and crazy and will say anything. (laughs) You can't listen to her. And he's like, he's like, well, we're free. It's totally cool. She's like, no, we have to be a little more responsible with that because like, what if we have a kid? Right. And he's he's like, how? He's like, we don't even know if we could. Right. And she's like, but still, I mean, like, look at the world we live in. We can't just bring a kid into that. Like, Mm. like, what would even name him? And he's like, well, I always thought Bar would be a very good name. Oh. And she's like, well, it was the past. So she's like, what, like a tavern? Or like soap? <laughs> and he's like, that was my father's name. And she's like, it is a great name. <laughs> and I love that. Uh, <laughs> and then that, but... Hazel's narration is, and from that point on, my mother hoped that her first child would be a girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, God, I love this book. <laughs> Isabel looks outside the ship. We're back in the present. And she sees that. The, the other ship has been hit and people are being lost to space and she feels really badly. Mm-hmm. And and and, his, or, and um, Alana's like, why? Like, they just, they just fired us. She's like, yeah, but that's that's a really terrible way to go. And mm-hmm. she's like, I really hope it goes fast. Um, For the cat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, yeah. Are they on a planet now? Well, no, they were. That was the past. Oh, that was all the past. That's the past. Now we're, now we're here. Okay. Um, so they're trying to like leave but the time suck is pulling everything in mm. so the ship's actually going in reverse okay does this does the time suck actually work with time here's the thing we i don't find out you know we don't find out okay we don't know what it does we know that the wheel is terrified of it right like you've well, seen this before i mean it's massive yeah if that's if that's not reason enough it's to be that time out. suck that can't be good no it, it sucks is. you're gonna yeah. have a sucky time yeah is, is it a play on words for what's going to occur in the book like we're going to be dealing with this time suck for a while. It's like sucking the time out of the book now. Okay. We, I, I, as far as I know, we've never seen the time suck again. Okay. 
So we wrap up the time. Well, I gotta right tell here. you though, these two are master craftsmen, and like there have been threads that have been pulled back that you've completely forgotten about, but they are pulled back at the point where it makes the most sense. That's cool. It's spectacular. So they might refer back to the time. You never know. That thing might come around. Mm. One day we're going to see horse, like... Seahorse man? Seahorse man. Thank you. I was like, horse, fish, thing. That's not right. (laughs) No! Okay. So what Isabel is seeing outside the ship is not just Lion Cat. She's seeing the will. Because the will saw that Lion Cat was jettisoned. Gwendolyn's hanging on to Slave Girl as, like, the void is trying to pull them. Yeah. Yeah. He jettisons himself out after Lion Cat because he will not let Lion Cat die. Wow. He grabs Lion Cat and then he takes his lance and he shoots it back into the ship and then pulls them nice. in. Nice. And immediately, it's a sweet move. Gwendolyn scratches her face, casts a spell, and puts up a barrier. Ah. But this man <laughs> saved this cat. And I was like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I was like, awesome. and we're good. <laughs> We're good. I can keep reading this book. I was so, like, mad. Yeah. Like, mad. Like, yeah. But we're good. Like, man almost dies to save this cat. It's awesome. He's furious. Not about just that, but he's just like, is she okay? Like, is Slave Girl okay? Yeah. Put us all in danger. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for firing a fucking rocket. Yeah, he's like, she better be okay. Or, Or it's your ass. Yeah. But we'll get to that. So. And not in the sexy kind of way. No, exactly. So Clara, before um, before all this happened, was like, we have to fight. <laughs> and she asked Isabel, she's like. What? She's like, does this. does well, this?" they got fired on. Yeah, she's like, where is. Oh. like, where... <laughs> She's like, where's the weapons room? Like, where's the armory? Right. Like, this is a tree. That's exactly what Isabel is. She's like, this is a, this is, we're like, a tree. There are no weapons. This, that's not how this works. We could shoot fruit at them, but yeah, it's probably not so, going to do anything. You know, we could give it a, a nasty splinter, but. I mean. Um, right. That'd be a big splinter. It would be mostly just irritating. So, oh, I know. Uh, fire a giant splinter through the chest of the pilot of the other ship. Yeah, that, that always works. Because that's you know. So they're like, we gotta go. To the, we gotta go to the engine room, and like everyone's like, it is just chaos. Like Alana doesn't know what to do. Isabel's like, there's no weapons. Like um, Bar's holding the baby, and he like he's like he's like I got I want to tell you something. Um, Marco and they're like we gotta go to the engine room. Like so they go. To that the was not the time. We go to the engine room. And, like, Clara's like, so the ship burns itself for fuel? Like, because yeah, it's burning? a wood-burning ship. <laughs> oh my Wait, what? God. So he's like, you gotta help me stoke the fire. And she's like, there is, that's not gonna work. She's like, you have to take the helmets and get you and your child out of here. Oh, wow. And he's like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just leave you all here to die. I cannot do that. I can't leave the rest of my family. So he takes the helmet and he throws it into the... Into the, like, the inferno of the ship fuel. What? The incinerator? Yeah. He's just like, that'll do it! That's a good solution, this priceless thing. Yeah, well, they got two. You yeah. only threw How one in. How about you just say no, emphatically? <laughs> well, I'm gonna keep the helmet, but I'm it, not gonna use it. But it boosts them. The ship burns the magic. Oh. And it oh. rockets the rocket ship out of there. So, the, the opposite of time suck is magic. Essentially, um, it's just they didn't have enough power. Yeah. Okay. They yeah, didn't so have magic enough. Produces you notice the will ship power. got out of there because the will ship had a better engine because it's a real ship and not a rocket ship. It's not a tree. A, so he like you know they tree. got out of there no problem just bam gone. By the way, I imagine there are little elves inside the fire like you know chopping things down and cranking stuff out. Right. 
It so is the ship getting smaller as it consumes itself? I imagine fuel? it keeps no, growing. No, I think it grows. It's alive. Oh. So the problem is, is the ship can't handle the speed, and it's mm. breaking up. It's ludicrous speed. Yeah, it is ludicrous speed. It's starting to crack and break. <laughs> okay. So, it's shedding bark everywhere. So Bar uses his, his armor magic, because he can make armor. He's, like, yeah. he's, oh, he's, yeah. he's a seamstress, but yeah. he's not. And he reinforces He's the coolest it. seamstress ever. So he gives the, he gives the ship an outfit. Yeah, an internal one. He like oh. he, he seals all the cracks. Oh, he's bracing. Oh, yeah, he's okay. bracing okay. it to keep them safe. Here's where the secret comes into play. The secret he told Alana was that he had a month to live. <gasps> oh, no. And he hadn't told his wife because it was a secret that no one could know. And he hadn't told his son. And he didn't want to tell them because he didn't want his last like time with them to be sad. He just wanted it to be happy. So Alana has known this entire time and has been trying to get him to tell them. Right. When he goes to do this, she's like, your heart, you're going to die. And he gets them out of there. Totally nails it. And they get away. And the ship is fine. He's like, he's like Spider-Man. Yeah. He's just webs coming out of him. Just totally just doing it up. Right. I'm sorry. I'm tearing up a little bit here. (laughs) And Bar falls to his knees. And the last thing he sees before he dies is Hazel. And what he said is, he says, look at those peepers. And he says, you think you've seen, like, everything, but look at that. And the next time, I'm going to, we'll come back to the Will story. The next time Marco sees his family, Alana is over his father, trying desperately to resuscitate him. Mm. What happens is Marco and his mother go over, and Alana's, like, trying to, like, help. And she's like, or Isabel's like, Alana... Just, he needs to be with his, his people right now. Like, it's okay. Mm. And what we see is a beautiful little flashback to Marco and his dad. And I kept all this to the end because I wanted to have this impact. Because otherwise you know he was going to die. Yeah. Um, because Barr never thought he was a good dad. But Marco thought he was, was a good dad. Mm-hmm. But they just never connected on that. Like, he never really knew. But you see this great moment where it's essentially this world's version of riding a bike. But it's a but grasshopper. Which is hilarious. Right? And he can't really do it. And, like, clearly he's fallen off of it. And, like, they, it's entirely in the blue language. So you can't read it. So you have to read it through the, the photos, oh, wow. essentially. <laughs> so it's essentially he fell off of it. And, it, like, you can clearly tell that, like, Marco's like, you said I could, like, it was easy. And he's like, mm-hmm. well, you just got to try harder. Right. And, like, he totally does it and like his dad is so proud of him and like he's so and like that's what marco thinks of when he sees his dad mm. and the narration from hazel is that the next morning that they cremated him in in the belly of the ship oh and she remembers the outfit which i do too because she looks like the little little yeah. acorn uh-huh. and she's like i still have a piece of it to this day mm. and she uses it as a bookmark and i was like that is awesome awesome Bar's death is so freaking sad. Yeah. But it sh- goes to show you like where Marco comes from. And it really informs much of what Marco does. Mm-hmm. Because even though Bar didn't think he was a good dad, Marco learned everything from being a dad from him. Marco mm-hmm. will inevitably make bad mistakes along the way um, it, throughout the rest of this whole journey. But all the goodness comes from his family. And it's so great to see that. It is very sad that, you know, this all happened. But you go on, like, it was great that Barr got to meet his grandchild, which yeah. is so cool. Yeah. yeah. Let's go back to the will for a second. Okay. Um, 
when the will cam comes back and he's yelling at Gwendolyn, he's like, I can't believe you just did that. I'm like, I can't, I can't believe you just, seriously? Yeah. You endangered you, all of us. Like, literally, we all could have died. And we almost all did. For yeah. no reason. Yeah. And yeah. she better be okay. And she's like, Slave Girl's fine. She's okay. And he's like, because if she's not, I'm going to let Lion Cat do exactly what he would like to do to you right now. <laughs> and Lion Cat's just sitting on the floor just licking his paw like... Bitch. Yeah. You almost killed me. Just, Your face is going to be eaten. Did you see me eat that mole's face? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be you. I ate the shit out of that mole's face. Yeah, and I'm going to chew on your horns. She's like, I don't understand why you haven't already, honestly. Like, I really messed up. And he's like... It's the, pretty fucking dumb. He's like, the fact is... <laughs> I still need your money. <laughs> right? He's like, the fact is, you were right. They were here. He's like, because when I was out there, I saw, I saw the, the rocket ship. Yeah. Like, so now they're screwed. <laughs> I know what it looks like. I have no idea how I'm going to track it. Yeah. Right. Well, they still got the rings. I'll find it. So, the next chapter, which is the reason I have this, is in here. Okay. Here's what's interesting. This arc could have ended right here. Yeah. It would have you, been crazy satisfying. You told yeah. me that I thought that was the end. No, they yeah. tacked this on. Now. Why? It kind of makes sense because this <laughs> is the cliffhanger. Oh. And it brings in a character we saw in one panel, which would be Prince Robot. Yes. This is going to be something for him. This whole thing, saga, right? Right. Has had its fair share of gratuitous images, correct? Mm -hmm. The very first time saga ever got put in the limelight and quote-unquote in trouble was for um the cover of the first issue which originally which had a lot of breastfeeding mm -hmm. people are like Whoa! right like i can't have that in a karmic yeah i can't know this issue is the next time this book will be called like, out for something in the news oh for this that, yeah. this issue now i want you to remember everything that we saw so far even in this issue yeah yeah right okay cool it it happens in the first page and the second page. And those two very small images that you're going to see are the reason, and the reason I want to do this is because that way you can both look at them simultaneously. Um, there was a problem in which the Apple Store wouldn't carry this. Oh, wow. Like, digitally, and it turned out it wasn't them. It was Comixology who thought uh. that they, when they read the um, terms and conditions, that the Apple Store wouldn't like allow it to be in It turned into this whole debacle <laughs> over these two images. So, <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, just because it's continuing, yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, that so, is... So, the problem really came down to then everybody got angry because they were like, and that, rightfully so, how much gratuitous heterosexual sex have we seen? Mm -hmm. Plenty. Yeah. Interesting. And so, nudity and this, body parts and everything. This was a big thing. Interesting. <clears throat> that, right? Yeah. That's ridiculous. So, let's talk about this issue. This issue could just really just covers a lot. It's it's This is a flashback? We this yeah, the beginning part is definitely a flashback. We don't go anywhere else, but we stay with Prince Robot. This is one of those issues where it's just this is his issue. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, so we didn't get him at all. No, we, there's there's like one image of him in one of the narrations. Okay. Where she's talking about people who are chasing them. Right. Yeah. Um, because the fact is, like, he's looking, but like, eh. like he has. Remember, he had his thoughts on where to go. Yeah. Um, what we're seeing here is Prince Robot serving in the war. Okay. 
the images on their screens, that's kind of debatable. And that's like one of the key questions I would ask Brian K. Vaughn. And maybe someone has it. If someone has a definite answer, I would love to hear it. But like my take on it has kind of been that these are <coughs> subconscious and conscious things that'll show up. We've, I have definitely seen them throughout the series have things that pop up on their screens that are intentional. Like they've done mm -hmm. it on purpose. And then there were things that like flicker up. It's almost as though like their thoughts just come to the forefront and that's what it is. Okay. So is that a memory? Who knows? Is, is that... it just imagery? Is it just who, things who... he thinks about? Or something he saw? Is Nobody it something knows. symbolic? Because yeah. the the person who finds him says that like the you know, this blue blood's on the fritz. What does that mean? That mask doesn't make it. Oh. <laughs> Basically we get to I see it's really interesting because we get to see Prince Robot in the thick of it, um, and dealing with people. But like not hunting someone. Yeah. He's almost like in this very sort of like Zuko from The Last Airbender kind of role right now, in a sense, where he's like here and he's hunting someone. He can't go home until he gets them. Yeah. But he legitimately doesn't care about them. So, like, it's not. Yeah. He gets hurt and this mouse shows up. And, like, the fact is, like, um, she's only there because, like, she wants to get her degree. She totally is fighting for, like, the, like, the land falling inside. And she's like, it'll be totally cool and great and all that stuff, right? And then this, like, gas comes, and it's, like, magic gas. Like, oh, not, geez. like, chemical gas, but it's, like, essentially the same thing. Yeah. And the mouse is, like, and, like, everyone's, like, masks on. And, like, Prince Robot doesn't have to worry about it because they're immune to it. Right, because yeah. he's a robot. Right, and she's, like, and he's, like, you put your mask on. And she's, like, they didn't give me one. Because, like, they, they, like, gas is outlawed. Like, you're not supposed to use it. Oh, and that just, shit. mouse bites it right in front of him. Like, and what's funny is, like, he, right before she dies, he's, like, maybe you're immune. Like, maybe you're going to be okay. And, like, she's like, am I dying? Oh, and then she just explodes. Oh, my God. Like, it's God. real bad. Like, Prince Robot has seen some shit. The fact is, like, he's kind of damaged yeah. in a sense. Like, yeah. not, like, truly, like, oh, like, messed up. But, like, he could use, like, a break. And now he's put into this very stressful situation. Yeah. And he gets a call from um, Secret Intelligence from Special Agent Gale, who's the one who sent him out there in the first place. And he's giving him a hard time. He's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I was sleeping. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but you really should be finding these <laughs> people. Do you really have time to sleep? Because the fact is, like, our um, president is up for re-election soon. And, like, having these people out there doesn't really make for uh, good poll numbers. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. President? He's king. No, no, no. Robot. No, no, no. He, the robots are, yes. But the Landfallians, yeah, the, land the, ro the, the robots are their oh, own okay. culture. And they work with people from Landfall. Got it. Um... So it's the landfall president that's up for re-election. So um, he's like, so you better get going. Like, what, what's your plan? He's like, I'm going to Quietus, where, which is where, remember, at the, at the end of Prince Robot's arc last time, he got the book. Yeah. And the author's name and, right. like, location was there. Right. So, um, he, and they're like, why would you do that? And he's like, I got, not, I got a plan. I got a lead. And yeah. he's, like, he's like, that's nothing. <laughs> And he's like, oh, but I do see someone I want to talk to. It's it's a it's a, a a princess with a certain glow about her, because Prince Robot's wife is pregnant, but nobody really is certain of that. But she's definitely pregnant. Okay. And he's like, are you threatening my wife? And mm -hmm. he's like, I'm pretty much just telling you to get the job done, <laughs> because your child really needs a father. So you're already starting to see a little bit of parallels here, right? We got the family man chasing after another family. It's it's interesting the way they set this whole thing up. Yeah. This <laughs> is my favorite character. The seal. More than Lion the Cat. Seal man. A little bit. <laughs> this is this is Goose. 
And Goose is a uh, cattle farmer on Quietus. He herds these walrus cattle. <laughs> this particular walrus is Frendo. <laughs> Frendo? This yeah, is all, Frendo. This is all stuff I'll learn later, but I have to tell you now because how could I not? Um, and Goose has like a, um, a link to all of his cattle. That's how he keeps them. Um, that's how he wrangles them, essentially. Like he's like psychically linked with them. So like Frendo is important to him. It's really cute. Um, and this interaction, like this panel of Goose might be my favorite. One of my favorite panels in all of this whole series. I swear. Like this is it. But like he gets there. Yeah. He's like, ooh. With his little paw. Yeah. He's a little <laughs> paw. He's a little squinty eyes. Um, and like Prince Arrow was like, where's the author? And he's like, well, he's over there, but he doesn't like people to come here. Unless you're a lady. And that's where he goes, Are you a lady? <laughs> and Prince Earl was like, I'm a robot. He's like, Anyway, Mm-mm. so you can get him over there. That's cool. Okay. So he shows up, and the author is a Cyclops. And, um. Sure. Hey, hey, that's we had a guy with the three least eyes. weird thing. We got a guy with been... one eye. That's cool. Right? This is it. This is the most normal thing. Right now we're on par. Yeah. It's kind of fun, too, because, like, when I think of Psychopses, I think of, like, Homer, and, like, this guy's a writer, and I, I don't know if they made that connection when they created him, but I think that's kind of cool. Um, so, the author's like, so are you here for an autograph? Cause, Clearly. Well, because he's, he's kind of an alcoholic, and he just hates everybody, and he's a recluse. Mm-hmm. So, he's like... He's like, so... And, like, and he has Prince, his book in his hand. Here's this hilarious. Prince Robot takes that as like, oh, so clearly someone's already been here. And he's like, yeah. Like, years ago, people, the line used to be like out the door to get a hold of me. And he's like, I get it. Like, you're not going to leave until I sign this. So just give me the damn book <laughs> so I can sign it. And he's like, he's like, well, you haven't had a visit from someone from Wreath? And he's like, no. What? And he's like, like with like, you know, someone from Landfall. And he's like, why would someone from Landfall be... Like, he's just like, I don't understand anything that you're telling me right yeah. now. Well, he says, why would a nice planetary girl be running with some satellite thug? Exactly. So he's a uh, Landfallian persuasion. Exactly. Most yeah. people are in the universe, uh, so it's really difficult for someone like Marco to find sympathy. Right. Okay. Um, and so he says it's because of this book. And you look at this book cover, it is it is a romance yeah, novel. It's just... A romance. Novel. Yeah. It's just, yeah. just <laughs> And um, he's like, oh, I thought you were here because of something else. Not that piece of crap. Like, that's not a good book. <laughs> and he's like, like, I understand your modesty here, but, like, you have a message in this book. And, like... Wait, did, did Prince, Prince Robot, Robot read started this book? reading it. Yeah, he started uh... reading the book because he wanted to understand Alana. So uh, he's like, you clearly had a message, and it was interesting how you decided to present that message. And he's like what the hell are you talking about? He's like, I wrote that book because I needed a check. My wife was taking, my second wife was taking my ass to court. She wanted my house, so I had to make money. So what he did was he just wrote the book in circles so that he could get to a word count and then he uh. sold the book. <laughs> Prince Robot sees that there's a photo on the wall and it's like a young man in like a uniform and he's like, oh, is this you? Like, did you serve? And he's like, nah, it was my son. Uh-huh. And, um, and he's like, oh, like, that's, that's cool. Like, whatever. He's like, where is he stationed now? And he's like, oh, no, where he's dead. And, like, Prince Charles was like, I'm really sorry. Like, I didn't know. And he's like, no, it's cool. Like, he was, you know, he was more of a talker, so he should, probably shouldn't have been an attorney. But, like, who the hell listens? Like, you know, kids don't listen to you. And he's like, I don't know that because I don't have any kids. <laughs> Which is funny because the author, um, his name's Oswald Heist. Um, takes, like, essentially he makes assumptions because he's like, but you're royalty. Like, you guys always have heirs. <laughs> don't you? Yeah, and he's that's like, the he's, whole point yeah he's like he's like you well, know you just keep it going the yeah line and like stuff. prince Earl's like my wife is with child he's like oh congratulations that's yeah. awesome 
And he's like, well, if you, like, essentially he does the cop thing. He's like, if you hear anything, let me know. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And then he goes, like, what battle did you say your son died in? And this is where this book, this issue takes a turn. And he's like, I didn't. And what happened was his son, Perone, got back from war and killed himself because he couldn't handle it. Oh. And that's when Prince Robot puts it together that he was right about the book. Oh. That the book is a message. Oh, shit. And he's like, you broke that because your son died because he was a coward. And then the author pulls a piece and Prince Robot turns his arm into a gun and he shoots the author in a kneecap. Whoa! And he's like, he's like, because like they have this moment where he's just like, it's this amazing verbal gymnastics that they go through this whole time and they get Uh to this point and he's just like, did you just just really pull a gun on a, like an officer like in your house? And he's like, yeah, but you're not supposed to be here. You're illegally quartered in my residence. He's like, I know my rights. And Mm -hmm. Prince Robot, that's when he shoots him. He's like, all right, you got me there. (laughs) And then he's like, now you have every right to shoot me. And you would, unless you believed in the message of this book. And then Oswald's like, this is a prop. And this is where Prince Robot really snaps. And, like, you totally get that, like, he's come back from war. That unhinged part. Yeah. And he pulls the pen out of Oswald's pocket. And he's like, I want you to stab me in the neck with this. Go ahead. That's your real weapon. Just do it. Oh, what? And he won't do it. And he's just like, you just don't get it. And he's like, if you kill me, fine. I don't care. My, my sales will skyrocket. I don't care. Because he doesn't care about anything anymore. Like, his, mm-hmm. his life's over. Yeah. yeah, his son died and, yeah. like, all that. And, like, he's like, you know what? He's like, I'm pretty sure the, these, this family's going to show up, and I'm going to wait here until they do. Oh, so Prince Robot's just going to, like, live in this house with this guy, and he's reading the book. Uh. And he's, and, like, and then and Oswald's like, you know, that guy outside, like, knows you're in here. He's going to hear the shot. And, like, yeah, like and he's like, they don't care. And so we leave it off where they're going to be here or like, and he's just waiting. And Hazel's narration is, but he was dead wrong about my family coming to quiet us anytime soon. We'd already been there a week. <gasps> oh, oh shit. they did go there. So this book ends uh, and I don't get another one for months. So. So they're hiding in the attic? Yeah. They, they had been there. Wow. They had an adventure. I was, gonna, I was thinking they weren't going to go there. No, because she wanted to... The reason they wanted to go there was because, don't forget, they wanted to introduce their child to the author. Oh, because, like... That's that, how she came to be. Yeah, like, his message. So, yes, this silly little novel really did have a very deep message in it. And only those looking for it could find it. Right. So, well, yeah. And he, so he knew they were there. Yeah, he was just playing it up the whole time. Yeah. Until... Which is why he'd be fine if the guy killed him, because then he would leave. Yeah, yes. exactly. He didn't care. He yeah. would just go away. But, yeah, until the sun question came. Like, he had it nailed until <laughs> that. What do you two think? Do you think that they should have ended it? Do you agree with where they ended it for this arc, or do you think it should have ended it the other one? <sighs> Yeah, yeah. I, this I is do. a great cliffhanger, right? Yeah, you need to, Fuck. you need to get people. Yep. Excited about the next excited book. Like, the next one. Yeah. If you if you make someone be like, oh, but wait until the next book. Yeah. You know that will be coming out in a couple months. That's right. You're like, mm, yeah. I want it out. Exactly, <laughs> and that's usually what happens. Every by the way, every issue of Saga starts with a splash page and ends with a splash page. Every single one of them. Hmm. Um, so there's that's always cool. that like, God, but they do such a great job on their breaks. Like, when you know that they're going on break, I'm like, I'm always at that point where I'm like, I don't even want to turn the page because I know that whatever's there 
I'm gonna want the next one. So it's like you might as well just wait <laughs> to turn the page. In a few months. Yeah. A few months I'll turn that last page. <laughs> exactly. It's a very emotional arc. Yeah. The other arcs that come after this, they're great. The tone definitely changes as we go. This and the one before it, like the one before it is nice because you're getting your feet wet. It's a nice introduction. This is one of my favorite ones. Like well, this is awesome. It's this has a lot in it. I oh, mean, you've yeah. got the love story between Marco oh, and Lana. Yeah. You've got the whole past with Marco and his parents, mm -hmm. and especially the last part with Marco and his dad. Yes. And then next arc, um, a couple of new characters are introduced. And that's where we start to get, like, all over the place, which is cool because it really affords um, Brian and Fiona to pull things forward, like I said. Like, you'll forget about something and they'll bring it back at this crucial moment where you're like, Fuck! Right! Duh! Why didn't I think of that? When you did the first volume of this uh -huh. and you explained it, it was great. This was better. Right? Like, yeah. it's almost hard to believe, but this is this really built and is better. Yeah. 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 Well, once they got the, like, establishing of the world and the characters, that, like, they had to, and every story has to do this, like, spend some time mm -hmm. building the world and building the characters. Now they were able to actually, like, let it all go and, like, see where they go with it. So, But there was even still building stuff in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, you already had an introduction to the characters, so, like, it had more emotional punch, I feel like. Like, when, um, when the stock died, I was like, eh, I don't really care. I really didn't know enough about her, but, like... You know, this was like, you yeah. Know, when Bar dies, like you know, all the characters who are tied into him, so like you could feel that emotional connection. They could end at any time, really. Yeah. The fact is, they could end at any time they want. I believe. Well, didn't they say they didn't expect it to last that no, long? No, based they had a on way out. my understanding, is there is an end game for this book. So thanks, guys, for being with us, and we'll see you guys next time for whatever the hell else was being put out. I'm Tiffany. I'm Ethan, and I'm Ben. No, right. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. What? All right. Hey. What? Hey. what? No. Hey. What do you mean? No. Get over, no. Get over. All right. All right. Hey guys, welcome to Back no, Issues. We, we, we're doing. No. We did it. We did it. So, what do you mean we already did it? You guys did what? We did, we did saga. saga. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's gonna be a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. We got time. What were you gonna do? I was gonna do Watchmen, but fuck that. All right. Sounds good to me. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.